I am a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me and let's talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of Memoir of a Niger Girl. Last week we talked about physiotherapy, uh, the need for it. I'm sure that you've learned or you learned a lot of things. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen because you would need it. So today we'll be talking about the menopause stages for women. Yes, you don't want to get to that age before you know what to do with your body. You don't want to get to that age before you would um, understand how your body works. Also, you want to be there for your um, elderly ones, you know, whether you are a man, you might, you would get a spouse at some point in your life. So you don't want to get to that age before you know that it is important for you to be very attentive to these things. So this episode is like a major, a major, you don't want to listen to it. Let's get into it. Mom, I still have my guest, Mrs. Ajibike. Aurora, she's still here with me and, um, we will be talking more about menopause, about our diet, about the food and everything that we, we take in. And she has a lot of, you know, a lot of things to talk to us about. You know, she's got experience. We don't. And if you do, you don't have, there's never, there's no such thing as too much um, knowledge. So you learn every day. So let's learn together. Can you enlighten us, I mean, about the importance of physiotherapists for um, women and when they are already in that menopausal age? Mm, there's a lot. A lot of physiotherapy. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, physiotherapy can do for women. Pre-menopause, mm. during the stage where they have entered into menopause and after, number one preventive prevention is always better than cure now when a woman is getting to a mid 40s you want to pay attention to yourself you want to make sure you your posture is right you know at least get all the comfort you can have in your office if you have to walk in a seated posture for a long time your mattress should be firm so that you won't come down with back pain. And then when you're a younger woman, you have to pay attention to the height of your heels. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, when you are young, you're able to rub the not? heels. Why not? I mean, because, ah. I mean, we all sang, but I'm here, don't go ah, coca. yes. Why do not drink coca anymore? <laughs> yes. See, when one is younger, you have all the energy. You, your body is not, it's still young. Your body recovers fast. But you see, when you wear heels, what literally happens is there's a place where the center of gravity of the body is. Mm. When you wear heels, you're all tight. And the body has to adjust to that height and try to find a center of gravity for itself in that position till you remove it. Now, if you wear like... Um, you wear... Um, Sneakers? Uh, no, 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 heels... Yeah. like uh, platforms for instance they are still a bit stable you understand on the ground but when you wear stilettos you know like that it makes it very uncomfortable 
for the body to find the right balance. You understand? <laughs> and it puts strain on your calf muscles, your ankle, you understand? And then um, your back. So at the end of the day, you find a lot of these women, when they are older, you understand, start having serious issues with their knees, with their back, with their ankles, all these things had up. So you have to pay attention. It's not that you don't wear the heels. I saw a post somewhere, say for every heel that is being worn, there's a slippers in the back. Hmm. You understand? When you get to your office, remove and wear your slippers. Or when you get to the party, get into your slippers, walk into the party with your heels, you are sitting, wear your slippers, and you keep your feet under the table. So nobody will see, because one day, you may have to look back. There was, so, there was uh, somebody, an elderly lady I managed. She told me that she was a secretary and that she didn't know it was bad. Even when others, when they get to the office, go into low-heeled shoes, she will wear her own from morning till evening. Mm. Yes, till she gets home. But later, in, later, by the time I managed her, I managed her for a serious case of back pain. We pain referred down her lower limb. And later she became a bit scoliotic because of that pain. So, um, um, so there's a lot physiotherapy does. There's a lot uh, from exercises. You know, at least keep your 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 cardiovascular system active. Um, if you want to talk about massage, yes, I recommend that an average individual, even if it is once a year, get a massage. Hmm. You understand, even if it is once a year. So for women, they should get massages. You, you know, we take care of everybody. So get a massage. So that's an aspect of physiotherapy. Um, for women, uh, post, I mean, during menopause, there's a lot that happens to women during menopause. Some, we have brain fog. Some, you have um, pain. Some, you have, uh, there are so many things that happen to, the, the body is changing. You understand some is when they are in this uh, menopause they start having symptoms of uh, pain referral from the neck um, you know their fingers are aching they have gout and everything so physiotherapy we manage all that and for older women you understand they tend to start losing balance when they are walking they are more prone to falls mm. physiotherapy will help strengthen muscles Try to retrain their gait so that they won't fall. Balance training. Um, physiotherapy will keep um, an average person active for long. There's a patient I managed for over 10 years till COVID. All what I was doing for her, Tuesdays and Thursdays, is to go and walk her. Hmm. Not everybody has the luxury of being able to walk on their own. So that's an aspect of physiotherapy, ambulation. You make sure the patient is able to walk around either with a walking stick or by themselves or with a zimmer's frame. You know, movement alone is physiotherapy too. So there's a lot we do in preventing um, um, conditions or diseases in um, managing, you understand, and then in uh, maintaining. You understand? For somebody that doesn't have a particular condition, you can maintain. You understand? Oh, we maintain that mama is able to still walk. Like this woman I tell you of, she's 93. All what she needs now is for the carer to help her 
into standing posture. And she's still able to go to the restroom by herself. Yes, she needs, she needs help while bathing herself. But she's still able to walk to the restroom. She's not wheelchair bound. So there's a lot physiotherapy does to be of help. You know, like, like right now, that we are all very young, mm. you know, one, I always tell myself, oh, before, I mean, before I'm always like, oh, I don't have pain during my period. You know, sometimes I'm like, okay, I, I don't know what you guys are going through. I, I never have pain when I'm having my period. But as I grow older, the pain starts to come. Mm. And I'm like, but I, I was never like this in my 20s. I was not feeling like this. Why am I having this um, cramp all mm, of a sudden? Mm, mm. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. And then you see elderly women, and they're like, I'm tired of this menopause now. Ah. Menopause can run you crazy if you're not careful. Menopause can render some women inactive. Mm. Yeah. You see, like I tell people, education, education, education. When you know what to expect, you understand and you know how to prevent what to expect or you know how to manage then you are you have the problem half soft mm. a lot of people enter menopause without knowing no. what to expect you understand <laughs> so education should be a lot better you know let people know what to expect you understand <laughs> you are in menopause you have what flashes and you have a, the cold and the warm the, the, in fact cold and in, under serious air conditioning you are sweating profusely wow. yeah yeah you are sweating profusely the, you have pain and maybe normally when you have such kind of pain with little or no nothing you are able to recover hmm. but it's not that like that because menopause for a lot of women the pain lingers so that's where physiotherapy comes in. When they've taken medication and it doesn't seem to help, physiotherapy comes in. Then um, um, it's very difficult to lose weight. Oh, really? Yeah. Post-menopausal, it's very difficult to lose weight. Is it the hormones? The hormones. Triggering each other or attacking the, each other? Some hormones are no longer there again. Like the endorphins? Uh, uh, well, yes, estrogens, you understand. Some hormones are no longer there again. So the function, like now, a woman must not fall down. Post-menopause, especially when the person has been, I mean, entered menopause for a, a, quite a, some um, time. You see, if it, what that one does is, you know, some of these hormones will help in the deposit of calcium in the bones. When the calcium is not being deposited, the bones become brittle. That's why they advise women of these ages to, as much as possible, take vitamin D, calcium. take a calcium supplement. Most of the time, if an elderly woman falls down, except the person is lucky, mm-hmm. most of the time they tend to break the bone of the, the long bone of the body, the neck of the femur. And most of the time, because the blood supply to that particular bone, around that area is not much. It doesn't heal by itself. Mm. So a surgery has to be done. They remove the head and put a metal, a prosthesis there. So there's a lot that happens to a woman during menopause. So but it's good for one to understand. Some, some women hear loss, 
Mm. They start losing their hair. Some um, brain fog. So, you know, like somebody just told me today, when I'm going to the kitchen, I know what I want to do. I get to the kitchen, I, don't, I can't remember. So there's a lot. You have pain, different kinds of pain that you never used to have before. You know, they creep in. Some mood swings. Yeah. Mood swings. You understand some of them you know you're happy now the next moment you are not you are not happy you understand Ge- general body weakness some they don't just feel well they feel unwell no matter what they do they feel unwell so there's a lot and these days we are hearing of many younger women entering menopause, entry menopause. i'm entered menopause at about 47 i think or 46 Yes, I think there's a lot to it, really. I think there's a lot of stress level for working women. But is it possible to to be men, you know, to be in that stage and you're still getting your period? No, 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 no. What the way what is what happens usually is, first of all, you don't have the regular periods every month again. Okay. You can have it maybe you start by having it maybe every other month. Okay. And then sometimes it just comes haphazardly, maybe in a year, three or four times. And then you enter menopause when at least for about twenty-four, I mean twelve months, you are not seeing anything again. So so that's it. So if you begin to spot when already you are in your menopause, yeah. then there's problem. Really? Yeah, most of the time those are early signs of cervical cancer. Oh wow. Yeah. So once you are is established that you are in menopause, if you start spotting, you have to go and get yourself checked. Wow, there's so much we do not know. I never heard of this ah, one. I know. Start spotting. There's a friend of mine. She didn't know. She just told me that oh she she was spotting. I'm like you know I was we were talking on the phone. I said oh so what did you do? She said oh there's a she prayed, and the thing stopped. I said if you even when you are still menstruating. And in between periods, you are spotting. Get yourself checked. So, did she just? Yes, she, yeah, and she said, "Well, she became." Is it okay. possible? It's possible. There's miracles. <laughs> I know there's miracles, but yeah. it's scary. <laughs> so you have to. You see, the life of a woman is impo- is very, very precious. It's very, and it's complex at the same time. You just have to understand yourself and understand your system, how it works. But it's just that uh, whilst a lot of us are taking care of the family, we forget to pay attention to our body. Our bodies talk to us every day. Hmm. You understand? For instance, myself, I used to enjoy driving long distance before. But, hey, when I got into menopause, I discovered I drive the normal way I used to drive before, go to Lekki, and uh, you know, I still come back, I'm still able to go into the kitchen and you do one or two things before going to sleep. But no, I just, I'll just get back home, I'll sleep, and till I wake up, it'll be around 2 a.m. So I have to cut down on the stress if I don't want to get into trouble. Hmm. I have to cut down the tra- stress because a lot of us, too, in these middle ages, we tend to go into insulin resistance, pre- we are the pre diabetic. You understand the so you have to pay attention to yourself. So I, for instance, I've had to make adjustment. That's what works for me. I have to start doing intermittent fasting because relatively mm. your metabolism is slow. 
So I I I read about this yesterday mm. that um, sometimes you just have to not eat. Yeah, that's what works for me. Because I was reading about it yesterday, and mm. the lady you know who was talking about it, she said the reason is that you know when we fall sick and we don't eat, the body the body repairs itself. Yeah. So sometimes even when you are well, that you should not eat, and just. Just let do. some time be in between. Like for instance, for me, eh, when I was premenopausal and I, the weights were piling, I used to take a lot of smoothie, oh. and it kept on piling. It didn't work for me. Um, I'm the kind of person that once I take something in the morning, when it is around midday, I want to snack on something. So I was trying to see how to lose weight. I used to take walks. Nothing was, the, the, the scale was not budging hmm. until I started intermittent fasting. So when I do that, like now in the mornings, the best I do is okay, maybe I'm making breakfast. I can just take a spoonful of what I'm eating so that it will trigger me. It will make me want to take water. So till I get home in the evening. And I'm even trying to improve on, you know, the evenings, you know, sometimes you get back in the evening, evening, and you eat. So I want to see how I can help myself. Maybe I, I, I eat my only meal of the day around four. Wow. You understand? But is so, that healthy, though? It helps me, you know. Um, at a time, you know, everybody have their ideas. Usually, this, of course, dietitians advise that you take every meal of the day and that breakfast is the most important meal of the day but when i eat breakfast i feel bloated i get tired and i have to work i have to see patients i'm not focused in fact did we talk of brain fog it becomes foggier if there's anything like that so you have to understand your body understand what works for you i i got to a level i had to tell myself i can't continue to eat like this Yes, once a day in the evening, yes, I will eat. But in the morning, let me be a bit free. Mm. You understand? <laughs> and I, I now started enjoying, you know, there was that time, yes, two things. Because you know, I knew I was uh, pre-diabetic. One of the first things I noticed was that in the mornings, uh, when I'm driving to work, I don't wear glasses. My vision is not so clear. By midday, when the sugars are no longer in my system, my vision is clearer, so I had to stop. You understand? If I'm not careful, I will go into diabetes, and I don't want to manage diabetes. So you just have to find what works for you. You understand? You have to find what works. There's no um, family history of diabetes in my family. Yes, high blood pressure, yes. No history, I mean, no family history of di diabetic mellitus, but there's type 2 diabetes. Hmm. You understand? So one has to, you have to know what works for you. For people that are able to eat small meals each time, if it works for them, why not? But for so far, in my weight loss journey, uh, pre, I mean, like uh, yeah, post-menopause, what has helped is intermittent fasting, and I carry weight. Hmm. You understand? Aerobics never helped me. Walk. I used to do, at a time I was doing five kilometers. I didn't drop an inch. So, yeah, there's a lady I follow. In fact, she preaches 
weights. So do weights you can carry. Most of the time you start with the minimum weight you can cope with and then you increase it and you see that you're able to lose weight. So, but uh, maybe when one is younger, you know, because normally now your meta metabolism is slow. Mm. Even if you take all the combination of um, uh, lemon juice, ginger and everything, it's still relatively slow. It's slower. You understand? So, the only way you can, you understand, you know, a lot of the time now, you see a lot of people, they come out, oh, I'm able to lose weight. A lot of them have gone under the knife. Knife, absolutely. And then they so, sell waist trainer. Uh -huh. So, a lot of them have, but the practical one, you have to watch what you eat. If you're able to monitor your diet, fine. But intermittent fasting helped me a lot. You understand? It helped me a lot. I lost some weight and I'm able to, I'm a better version of myself, you know, so that's it. And I also need you guys, you, the listeners, to know that, um, you know, because you did not eat is not the reason you have ulcer. No, you know, I used to be an ulcer patient. Many people would say that, ah, I don't want to have ulcer, so I have to eat. No, no, and no, no was, I used to be an ulcer patient. My doctor would tell me, listen, it's not because of that. You know, when you have ulcer, it's like you have um, a wound, a wound that yeah. it has to eat up. And yes, so it's not yes. because of food. So relax so, with that. Without. And it's not that you are not going to eat anyway, mm -hmm. you understand. It's just that you are going to give your system some time to recover from the one he ate before. Like I told you, I said there are some times in the mornings, I'll just, oh, it's my daughter's breakfast in the morning, I can just take a bit of it. So something is still in my system. <laughs> Anyways, so but that one will make me drink a lot of water, water. that will fill my stomach. And, you know, um till i eat in the evening a lot of times i'm not even i don't feel any ulcer pangs or anything yeah so, so so thank you very much this is yeah. so enlightening i mean we talked about physiotherapy the need the importance of it we talked about um the menopausal stage yeah and also touch on diet oh my god this is like a yeah. must listen thank you very much mrs Arare. A GPK, um, maybe I should have a doctor to it. No, I'm not a doctor. I'm a physiotherapist, I probably won't. Yeah, so mm -hmm. and um, she is the owner of Physio Aid. Please just go and follow her on Instagram and everywhere. And see, it's so important that we all, tr you know, now is the time to look out for ourselves and to make sure that we're fine. You don't want to wait until you're sick, ill, you know, unhealthy. To take care of yourself and as women as men this is not just particular to a gender if you are a man a woman different age of all ages please take out um take time to look out for yourself and take care of yourself that is it on today's episode of memoir in ninjaga my name is helen and um you know i'm gonna catch you next week do not for forget to follow me on instagram helen.love.23 Ellen.moang, M-O-A-N-G. Memo of Ninjago is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. I'll see you next week. Bye. I am a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memo of Ninjago. My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me. And let's talk.